My name is Norman Phillips and you're listening to the Park Run Adventurers. Welcome back to the second edition of the Park Run Adventurers podcast. I'm Scott. I'm joined again by Mel. Hey guys. Big week for the adventurers this week. We had some good feedback from the first episode. Lots of you subscribed and listened, which made us both very happy. Also a big week for Park Run Australia. It looks like those New Year's resolutions are kicking in. And also I think it's probably fair to say that us having a big week, first podcast, and Park Run Australia having a big week are related, don't you think, Scott? Well, it seems so. I can only go on facts, and the facts are that we launched last week. Last week, the attendance record for Parkrun Australia was 18,489. This week, how many people attended? 22,624 Parkrunners. Not too shabby. No, a new attendance record for Australia. Which included 4,912 first-timers. Well done, newbies. Yep. They all did a really great job because they didn't forget their barcodes. So well done to them for that as well. Do you have a figure on how many people would have forgotten their barcode? I don't have an exact figure on how many forgot their barcodes. I do have a figure on how many runners came up as unknown. So whether or not that's 100% forgot their barcodes or some of those were just unregistered runners who happened upon this amazing thing on a Saturday morning and decided to join in the fun. Uh, But that number is 2,345. I would say there's probably a large proportion of those who forgot their barcodes. Hopefully they learn their lesson. Next week we're in for a treat. If you just love those stats, if you just go crazy for numbers, next week we're going to have a treat. What's the treat, Scott? Well, Ian Hay, our friend from Queensland, he's going to join us for fun facts with Ian. He's going to come up with some facts behind Parkrun. Dazzle us, amaze us, amuse us with some funny facts, hopefully. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Did you have an adventure last Parkrun day? I added a new Parkrun to my list Holidaying with a family up in the high country in Victoria, we jetted off to Wangaratta Park Run on Saturday morning. Again, beautiful course. Bridge crossings. Those who know me know I love a bridge crossing. So Wangaratta ticks the box there. But the best thing about the bridge crossing is as soon as you cross it, uh, you get greeted by the fairy garden, which is probably the only fairy garden on course in Parkrun Australia, I'm guessing. An actual real fairy garden? Yep, yep. 1K in, there they are. Did I you think see it's any real fairies? fairies. Oh, I was running too fast. Ah. Uh, but if they you were slow down. flying too fast as well. Yeah. If you slow down, take your time, you might see fairies. But if fairies don't float your boat, plenty of frogs, very noisy Parkrun because the frogs were out and about on Saturday morning but lovely course lovely team I got my photo with the ED and RD on the day so I excellent tick, that I sounds like my a adventure. podcast challenge accepted yep. and completed yep. 
So make sure you get your pictures taken, guys, and make sure you hashtag parkrunadventurers when you post them to Instagram or Twitter or Facebook so we can check them out and share them with everyone else. So that was my Saturday morning. Yours was a bit different. You were involved in the biggest story around parkrun this week up at Brightwater. Do you want to share with us your experience? Would love to, Scott. I was lucky enough to be one of the 170 runners who ran alongside Norm Phillips in his history-making 100th park run. So even though I'm sure you would have seen all the media hoopla about it, he's been on the local news, it's made international headlines. Um, I'll just let you know for the benefit of the doubt of those who haven't, Norm, at 92 years young, has become the oldest park runner to join the 100 Club in the world. Okay, so there is another person who's in the 100 Club who I believe he's 86. He was previously the eldest member, but Norm, number one, nonagenarian, not too bad. Yep, that's pretty impressive. When you actually put it in perspective, you know, 92 and still kicking around. I think it's awesome. And it just goes to show, you know, we've got decades and decades of running ahead of us, so it doesn't matter that it's been two years since I had a PB. I've got plenty of time. Did you meet Norm when he first started? I did. I actually remember the very first day he came to Park Run. Um, it was pouring rain. It was Kiwana, so Norm actually started out at Kiwana Park Run um, as he sort of progressed through. I think he made it to 55 events before he decided that um, his hip would prefer a bit less elevation than what we have at Kiwana. So he moved over to Brightwater and he did since then come back to Park Run for an anniversary, which was lovely. But the very first day that he came along, he came with his son. And as I said, it was pouring rain. It was winter. And I was actually walking that day. I'm not entirely sure why. I may have been saving myself for a longer run the next day because I was in training at the time. But I offered him my umbrella. We were coming down the boardwalk from the lighthouse and uh, he was absolutely saturated and I had an umbrella and I said, oh, hey, would you like to share my umbrella? He said, no, no, I'm all good. And he just kept on his merry way. He beat me by several minutes still. And, um, yeah, that was the first day we got to meet Norm. It was very special. And he has become a very special member of our parkrun community, both on the coast and across the world now. So lucky to have him. Yep. So you caught up with him and his son on Saturday, and we've got a little bit of audio to share with our listeners. Dave, can you tell me what has parkrun done for your dad? Well, it's amazing because, um, as you know, he's 92. And he just keeps running and um, it gives him something to look forward to every week. He works towards every week, he trains and um, at that age I think you need as many reasons as you can to keep going. It would be so easy to sit in the chair, I know how easy it is to sit in the chair as a 50 year old. I think Parkrun and the community and the love and the recognition he receives from this wonderful community is just awesome. It's just a great example of how you can live your life amongst positive people and keep fit as well, it's just fantastic. And we've actually been joined by Norm, the man of the hour. Norm, tell me, how do you feel? You've just done your 100th park run. Well, to be quite honest, I'm overwhelmed. I really am. I never thought it would come to this when I started running. <laughs> you had quite the great reception coming yeah, down the gauntlet of runners bit, clapping. Yeah. How, how did yeah. that make you feel? 
Oh, I was nearly in tears. <laughs> awesome. So what would you tell someone, Norm, if they were considering to start Parkrun? What would you say to them? Get up out of that chair and do it. <laughs> now, we're also a bit chuffed. We also heard from the Parkrun founder, Paul Sinton Hewitt. He sent us a message. Norman's achievement is massive. Massive in almost every respect you can think of. From the perspective of general health, his achievements prove that being active helps you live a longer, more fulfilled and happier life. Norman isn't lonely, indeed quite the opposite. Through his endeavours to remain active, he has hundreds of friends all looking out for him. Just look at that guard that Brightwater created for his finish last week. As an athletic achievement, Norman has shown just what is possible. I've watched the video of him running, and indeed he could pass for a 60-something-year-old. He seems so sprightly and youthful. It seems even his son finds it difficult to keep up with him on runs. Well, Norman probably has some exceptional athletic gene that allows him such marvellous achievements, but we can all learn from Norman. The participation, whether it's as a volunteer or a runner, is what will keep you young, healthy, sociable and loved. It's been wonderful to watch and share the Parkrun World celebration of Norman's achievements. I think he has become a role model for many people across the globe. I'm sure he never anticipated or even looked for this kind of glory. However, I am sure many Parkrunners will want to meet Norman and will be making plans to visit Brightwater now. My hope and wish is that Norman will continue to participate in Parkrun for many years to come. Sharing his role as a runner with that of a volunteer is exactly the spirit and responsibility that we hope every parkrunner across the world understands and appreciates. Onwards and upwards, Norman. Thanks, PSH. We go right to the top here at Parkrun Adventurers and get the word from the founder, the man who brought us Parkrun. And that's nice of him to send that message. It wasn't all happening at Brightwater. We also launched Ciramay last weekend. That was very successful. We'll also take credit for their massive numbers. And the tutus. There were tutus involved. So, um, well, we shouldn't take all the credit for their numbers because the volunteers wore tutus. So that's usually a pretty big draw card. It certainly looked like a fun morning. And Liv completed the adventure that we set. She did. She took, took a, a selfie. selfie with herself because she was the event director of the day. So Love your style, Liv. Yeah, good on you. We also had our roving adventurer, Matt, visit Shepparton for their anniversary. He called up with the event director, Alan, for a quick interview. Let's have a listen. How was the morning, Alan? Uh, it was great. We um, had a record crowd today. We had our team of uh, big, hat, uh, big hats and big hair and everyone got into the the festivities of it all it was really enjoyable uh, we got 182 today our previous record was 154 so we've uh, uh, smashed it out of the ballpark I think. Yeah, yeah. well attended so for, for anybody that hasn't had the pleasure of running or, or walking the course at Shepparton can you describe the course for us we run at uh, Victoria Park Lake which is in the center of town it's a picturesque location it's been described by many of our tourists as a, a fast flat course um, we utilise all of Victoria Park Lake by going up the north end of the park and coming back to the start-finish line and doing two laps of Victoria Park Lake. I noticed, uh, I noticed today that we had some 
volunteering going on with, with Brendan from Albert. He was uh, he was up. You had a, a, you yes. filled one of the positions today. Yes, uh, Brendan uh, was the actual person that talked me into Parkland initially, and um, he's always come up on well, my celebrations, and I've been to his celebrations. Uh, he uh, done some volunteering today and uh, covered the run director role so that I could uh, run my 100th park run. Ah, fantastic. Well, look, thanks for the Chet Park Runner. Thanks for the, the work that you've that you've put in over the last two years. You've, you've got a great event, and, yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I enjoy what I do. So every week talking to people, meeting new people, that's the main thing. Awesome. Really love hearing about other courses that I haven't got an opportunity to visit yet, and even better to hear about volunteering taking off as a concept and as something that people love to do as an adventure. And speaking of adventurers who volunteer, we also have an interview by our junior adventurer, Takesha, with Brendan Peel. What is your name? My name is Brendan Peel. I'm uh, run directing for Shepparton's second anniversary. Where is your home park run? My home run is Albert Park Run in Melbourne, um, although I do tour a little bit as well. How many tourist park runs have you done? Uh, 70 tourist park runs so far. Okay, that sounds a bit long, so just say three of the park runs. Where are they? Uh, three, I'll give you three. Three I love um, Shell Harbour, Sandon Point, and Churchill Island in Victoria. Be my three favourite. Any highlights? Yeah, oh, they're all highlights. The highlight is meeting nice people every week, seeing beautiful places, just being around happy people. You know, they're, they're all highlights. What's your favourite thing about Parkrun? Uh, the sense of community, the sense of getting out there and everyone having a go. Um, Perry, you be the first and, and, and yeah, once again, all the nice people you meet along the way. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Takesha. That's great. Brendan is our Victorian statesman. We talked about statesmen last week. We got a few things wrong. We were corrected, so thanks for the feedback. We're not perfect. Yes, Scott. So um, while, while we did mention that Alan and Rasheen Burrell are quite close, and, and they are, as we thought, to being statesmen in Queensland, we do actually have uh, Queensland's statesman currently, and that's Michael Schultz on 55 events. And I believe he was at CRMA launch last week to maintain that statesmanship. Um, excitingly, we've also got a New South Wales statesman, that would be Kathy Ray, who has been to all 36 events in New South Wales, and she's actually also only one off being a statesman in the ACT. She'll undoubtedly be at the Terraces launch on the 30th of January to maintain her statesmanship in New South Wales. But we did just hear from Brendan and um, mentioned him as well, being a Victorian statesman. But little known fact, he's actually also a statesman in Tasmania, South Australia and the Northern Territory. So I believe Brendan is our only multi-statesman. Yes, well done, Brendan. Okay, now we're venturing over to WA and we're going to have a chat to one of the great names in Parkrun, Jez Savage. Welcome, Jez. Hello. Hi, guys. Any relation to Randy Macho Man Savage? Uh, no, no, I think he, that was his stage name. He wasn't, a real, he wasn't a real savage. Jeremy, you just celebrated two years at Pioneer Parkrun on Saturday. How did festivities go? Yeah, we had we had a great uh, great anniversary. We had a record attendance of 173 people. We're we're not a big 
big park run. Our average is only about 60 people every week. Yeah, we had a great day. We invited members of the, the two major running clubs, um, as in West Australian Marathon Club and Masters Athletics Association, down for the day. They had a great time. They've seen what our park run's about. Uh, they've got some great support and, and some new members out of it. Um, yeah, so hopefully we can increase the only 8% of parkrunners being club members. It was a lot of fun. In relation to Perth itself, whereabouts is Pioneer located? So Pioneer is in the southeast corridor of, of Perth in, in the city council of Gosnells. The city of Gosnells is one of the older and larger councils in, in, in Perth and they approached us uh, about two and a half years ago to set up a park run, and we set up Pioneer. That's awesome. Your council approached you instead of the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the one of the council events coordinators was out uh, running around one Saturday morning, saw a group of people running, and somebody recognised and said, what's going on? And they said, it's park run. So he went home and Googled Parkrun and then on the Monday he uh, contacted Mr. O- Mr. Tim Oberg and said, we want a, a Parkrun in our council. I think it's happening a lot more. I think a it lot makes- more councils are, are afraid to miss out on being part of the cool kids and they want to get involved. Because let's face it, we are the cool kids. Well, goes without saying. Once the word gets around the, the benefits of to the community for parkrun, it's you know, it's going to be the, it's going to be more and more popular. I thought. So, Jez, I'm curious. You you invited two of the major running clubs in Western Australia to your event at Pioneer on the weekend, but I noticed Zoolanders was not one of them. The, the Zoolander Club has a, up to twenty percent uh, attendance. If you know, our regular statistics anyway, Zoolanders are the number one running club at Pioneer Park Run. Um, so you didn't need to invite the number of runners. There. Absolutely, without saying. And would you say that joining a club is just an extra level of involvement and another way that people can enjoy their park runs? Most definitely. I mean, park runs really gotten a lot of people involved in in other events, I mean, the Perth Marathon a few years ago when one of my great friends, Clinton, completed the Perth Marathon, when he completed it, there was absolutely no atmosphere. There was no one standing on the side of the park. Fast forward a few years to last year uh, when the, there was the park run family. It was just so noisy coming into the finish of the Perth Marathon with cowbells and lots of parkrun flags and parkrun cheering on. It was just a completely transformed event and the West Australia Marathon Club can obviously see the benefit in being in the good books of the parkrun family. Now, Jez, you're also a TD for parkrun, which means you're involved in the next launch over in WA, Woodbridge Parkrun. What can you tell us about that one? So Woodbridge Riverside Park Run is hopefully going to launch on the 6th of February. That will be a a 2.5k basic out and back along the banks of the Swan River. It's an area that is really underutilised by the community. There's a great big kitty playground with a beautiful cafe that's open there as well. It's a fairly quiet part of of, of the park. And it's a perfect place for a park run. 
yeah, it'll be a great event. It'll it'll fill a, a little hole in the in the map that that needs to be filled. Uh, and there's a very enthusiastic, very experienced team of people who are uh, getting behind that event, and it will be a huge success. Along Swan River, so it's a flat course. It, it's basically pancake flat. Um, it's a little bit winding with great. Uh, great views of the, the Swan River and across to Cavisham House, which is a, a, a very popular wedding ceremony venue. So there may even be, you know, sites of, of weddings and going on in, in the background that we can all photobomb. Yeah, so it's very flat. It's quite open with a bit, a fair bit of shade as well, so it shouldn't be it shouldn't be too hot. Yeah, it's a, it's a great little venue. Jez, I have a quick little question. A lot of People will have noticed in newsletter every week that under cancellations, Harrison Island has been coming up and, and it just has a note until further notice. Are you able to give us a little bit of insight as to what's going on at Harrison Island? Basically, there's a group of locals that are protesting West Australian state government and federal government's policy of closing down remote Aboriginal communities. So they've taken to protesting by setting up a tent embassy on the island um, and as a result of that it's not really appropriate for us to turn up at eight o'clock every Saturday morning and run on the island basically through the middle of the tent embassy so the decision was made for the safety of, of the park runners and also for the, the, the safety of the, of the now residents on the island that we, we, we wouldn't risk uh, running the event through the middle of the middle of the tents. Well, that sounds like the obvious decision to take. Yeah, definitely. It's it's it, it's it's just not worth not worth the risk, not worth confronting and upsetting the the people in the embassy because I mean they're obviously very passionate about their cause and they they would potentially consider the, the park run to be quite rude and, and disrespectful. I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that goes against everything that Parkrun is as well. So good call, Parkrun Australia. Uh, it, was, it was definitely the, the only practical and, and possible scenario, which is a shame because it's a beautiful event. I'm sure it is. I've seen photos. I followed it early when it launched because don't they have a lot of kangaroos over on the island? That That's correct. The island's um, separated into two two halves. Uh, and one one half is the is the kangaroo enclosure there with a, a beautiful natural lake. That's not the half that we used to, for the parkrun course. We used the, the non-kangaroo enclosure side of it. But yeah, so you've got views of both sides of the river and the Burswood Casino Resort. A great tourist run sounds like it. So hopefully they can get all sorted out and Harrison Island can get back on the map. Yes, that'd be great. It's great to catch up with Western Australia. Sometimes. You may feel separated from the rest of the country, but just to let you know, you're not. We love parkrun adventurers over in Perth and the whole of Western Australia. So thanks for joining us. Good luck with Woodbridge. Congratulations on two years at Pioneer. Thank you, Scott and Mel, for the opportunity to to chat with you. Uh, It's always nice to chat with you guys. Good luck for the podcast, and we hope to hear you going long and strong. Thanks, guys.
time to have a look at what's on the calendar for this Saturday. We have no launches to attend, but where is the cake? This week, we've got St. Peter's in Sydney celebrating their fourth anniversary. They're having a fluoro theme. Down in my neck of the woods in Melbourne, we have Point Cook celebrating their second anniversary with a Hawaiian theme. Oh, Hawaiian that is going to be awesome. And fluoro too for that matter. But I have to say our first anniversary at Kiwana, we had a Hawaiian theme and it is still the best theme that we've ever had, I think. We had massive cake. Everyone was in lays or grass skirts or just bright Hawaiian shirts and the photos were amazing. And that's another reason the fluoro will go down well at St. Peter's because the photos of fluoro, you know, fluoro just makes people happy. It does. And um I, I, I think even the costume that I wore on that day is still my favourite costume of my whole wardrobe entirely. So that's that's a special one for me. I haven't had an opportunity to wear it again. There aren't a lot of places you can go to dressed as a pineapple, but um, I'm waiting. It, it'll happen. That's high praise, Mel. One of your favourites because you love a bit of dress up, a little bit of fancy dress. We know you did a Christmas tree this year at Christmas, pineapple. I did. It would be interesting. I didn't, I have to say, I didn't actually run when I was dressed as a pineapple. I was timekeeper that day and um, I don't think the dress is very aerodynamic, so I certainly wouldn't have been getting any PBs. So what we'd love is for you to send us a tweet, email or comment on Facebook. Give us your favourite fancy dress. Just a way to get a bit of interaction through social media. You are our social adventurers. So let's do it. Let's start with your favourite fancy dress. Share pictures even, guys, if you want. We'd love to see those. Scott, what was your favourite fancy dress out of interest? I went as David Brent from the office, the UK office, not the US office. And I'd say maybe three or four people actually knew who I was. But I had fun. It was an easy dress up. I grew a goatee for two days, put on you, a couple of did kilos. Did you get mistaken for Ricky Gervais? Or? No, but that was okay. I had fun. That's what it's about, as long as I can have fun. That's an excellent costume, by the way. It was very easy. So remember to use the hashtag ParkRunAdventurers so we can find you, so we can find your tweet, so we can find your Instagram post. We didn't it, have a lot last week, to be honest. Might have just been you and me, Mel. So let's get that going this week. And if you need to know where to find us, on Twitter, we are PR underscore adventurers. On Instagram, look for Parkrun Adventurers. And, of course, like our page, our Facebook page, Parkrun Adventurers. Easy. Thanks so much, guys, for listening in. If you've made it all the way to the end, you are way hardcore and we love you. Yes, thanks. If you're enjoying the beats that we're playing in our podcast, they're courtesy of my good buddy, Yo, spelled Y-E-O, if you're looking for him. This single is called Icarus. It's available now on iTunes. His album's coming out in February. Thanks, Yo. Thanks, Mel. Look forward to chatting to you all again next week. She's the smiling sun,